All right, my love, we only have two weeks left of this. Hooray. Are you sad or happy? Um, I'm kind of happy. Sad. No. Yeah. We can move sad. on to other things. Okay. You have plenty more ideas to torture me. I know. Ugh. Adam hates everything. Well, here we are. We're almost, we're over the hump. Yeah. Only two books left. Three but movies. Somehow three movies. <laughs> because they're, they're making the last movie not, you know, four hours long, so they're breaking it up. Oh, so they took a 75-page book and made a two-and-a-half-hour movie? Those are it? not, these are not 75 pages. These are like 1,000-page books. Well. The last one is. The first one is quite thin. Yeah. And that was a long-ass movie. They stretched that one out, for sure. Nee. Anticipated greater interest in Quidditch. <laughs> Ugh, yeah. Um, are you ready for some? I have some pre-facts, and then we'll get into the movie. Okay. No time to waste because our pizza's getting cold. Yeah, so just so the listener is aware that this whole adventure that we're going on together is really bad for my waistline, as <laughs> I need pizza to make it through. Um, and so, Moscow Mules. And Moscow Mules. So there's been a lot of pizza and vodka consumed in the interest of uh, this podcast. Yeah. So I'm considering selling my body to science. Ew. I didn't know where you were going with selling my body. <laughs> well, I mean, at this point, no one else is going to buy it from the damage I've done. <laughs> oh, my word. Um Okay, are you ready for some facts? Sure. All right. First of all, I'm really sorry, but Quidditch comes back. God damn it, And I think it's an entire match. I don't remember. This is the book I remember the least, but enjoyed the most. Oh. Maybe that's why you enjoy it the most, because you remember it the least. (laughs) Um, Sorry. Also... The WB Warner Brothers um, received death threats because they pushed back the re- release date to 2009 instead of 2008. Oh. Also, something to look forward to. This is Daniel Radcliffe's least favorite performance in the series, and he himself said he found his acting to be really hard to watch. <laughs> <laughs> so get ready for that. Those confused action or reaction shots getting to be a little bit rough yeah, on him. A little, yeah. Um, I really don't remember. So this is Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. Mm -hmm. And all I know is that we get into, like, the background of how Voldemort became Voldemort, but that's about it. He's a shitty painter. I'm just kidding. (laughs) That's Hitler. Well, yeah. (laughs) And George Bush. (laughs) They're okay, Mm -hmm. his paintings. Anyway, trying not to make it political, and look what I did. I can't say I've ever seen, like, George Bush's retirement paintings? Yeah, no. (laughs) Are we talking senior? H.W. or W.? Oh, no, junior. Ah. W. George W. He's enjoyed his post-presidency by painting. Good for him. And they're really (laughs) bad. Um, I mean, they're they're not bad, but they're not good either. Yeah, well, I mean, what style is he painting in? Because if he's going for realism, like anybody that's painted since Flanders... It's ceased to exist it's, as a country is basically okay well painting. i'm we have to digress and i have to show you paintings oh, we'll this, just look through 
Yes, we're... Again, another visual an, art form. <laughs> and an audio medium. I mean, look at that. Look at that. Is that Putin? Did he paint Putin? I think he did paint Putin. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess he likes portraits. He's getting pretty good. Look oh, at look that at, self-portrait. And look at Boehner. Who? That one? Yeah. Aw. Kind of captured his odd discoloration yeah half sauce look at this with his daddy they're actually not bad the first few are pretty bad okay anyway he also kind of looks like he did the obama campaign poster (laughs) uh i love using a visual Mm -hmm. aid on a podcast uh okay this is the only harry potter movie to receive a best cinematography nomination it's a bad acting but beautiful camera work well thank god and then Emma Watson actually considered not coming back, but she says the pluses outweighed the minuses. You mean the paycheck and the <laughs> lack of other things that Emma Watson think, was doing at the time? I do have a plan that one of our pre-things will be doing the, like, where are they now? Because um, I think she's just become an activist. I don't think she's performing much, so maybe she just didn't enjoy it. Well, didn't she do, like, HBO or Hulu stuff? I Well, we'll find out in the where are they now segment. Mm. And then the last thing is, there is an allegation against J.K. Rowling. I did look it up, and it's Rowling. There's a W in it. Yeah, Americans are, she's just like, doesn't correct people anymore. She's given up on it, especially Americans. But it is Rowling, like the Rolling Stones. But, shouldn't there, fine. What? Shouldn't there They're be the two ones L's? that invented our language. Yeah, but they've been the speaking name. it weird. It's like I say tomato and you speak like a douchebag. No, we've been, speaking <laughs> it. we've been speaking it weird. They said it first. And apparently it's aluminium, even though there's no I there. See, that's their main flaw in that argument. <laughs> They're adding sounds that don't have a corresponding letter. Okay, are you ready to hear the allegations? Sure. So, there are some striking similarities between Harry Potter and Willie the Wizard, which was a book that was written in 1988 by Mr. Adrian Jacobs. It's a 75-page children's book. Oh. <laughs> now, here are the similarities. Uh, the main characters of Willie the, Wi- the Wizard, and, uh, and this is mostly like Goblet of Fire, Um, are wizards who have to compete in a wizard contest that they ultimately win. Similar. The main characters are required to deduce the exact nature of the main task with hints and clues. Uh, The main characters uncover the nature of the main task covertly in a bathroom. And the uh, the main characters complete the main task using information gained from helpers. The main task for the main characters involves the rescue of human hostages imprisoned by a community of half-human, half-animal creatures. And then the argument is off the spine of main elements was said to hang the ribs of the subplots, themes, and incidents of Willy the Wizard. Each of these sub-elements was also said to be found in Goblet, making a total of 27 similarities. So my theory is she knew it was happening books one through three, and then they're like, you got to make more. And she's like, ah, fuck. And someone, she found Willie the Wizard somewhere and copied it. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you know, being relatively neutral on J.K. Rowling mm-hmm. overall, uh, 
I do have to say a little bit. There's only like five stories that like are possible to be told. Yeah. <laughs> so. Mm. Yeah, and the, and muses kiss the heads of multiple people with the same idea. Um, there's actually in Elizabeth Gilbert's big magic book, she talks about she and I think it was Anne Patchett had like an eerily similar idea for a book that she had worked on and then left that project behind and then her and then Anne Patchett did the same thing. She was like, that is crazy. Oh, it's just more more evidence that we're all just living in a simulation. Right. Um, anyway, the case was dismissed. There is, um, the case was dismissed. I think there is a theory that her publisher had like gifted her that Willie the Wizard book. So maybe that's where she took it from. Mm. Um, but for all we know, she's uh, making kajillions of dollars off of this poor man, Adrian Jacobs, who died shortly after his book was published. Oh, well, you know, I think probably a fun side project could be if any of our listeners are lawyers, perhaps getting into the case law of if it's still plagiarism, if the source material was gifted to you. <laughs> no, it wasn't <laughs> like her publisher gifted it, not the publisher. Like the estate didn't give her Willie the Wizard. No, but I mean, like if it's gifted to you by someone oh. and you steal it. Well, he wasn't saying, yeah, I understand what you're saying. I guess. Mm. So, darling, before we get into the sixth book, we are in all-out war in Harry Potter's world, and the adults are finally involved. Are you excited? Thank Christ for that. Well, I don't know. It depends. Do we get another drunk defense against the dark arts teacher in this one that does more harm than good? No. We do get a new defense against dark arts teacher. Did they run a background check on this one? I believe so, yes. Thank God. You'll see who it is. Because that trope was getting... It's a pattern. I mean, I would just love for Snape to be less mopey, so can he do it? Aw, he does. He does? Yeah. Finally, Jesus I'm pretty Christ. sure. I Took hope I'm enough. right. <laughs> they should have done this a while ago. Um, yeah. yeah, so now you'll get death threats for misquoting Snape's character <laughs> arc. Um, I'm pretty sure he does, He is the Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher this go-around, so. Finally. Yeah. Do they give him more than six lines, then? Pretty sure. Good. I think he figures heavily. Are you ready? Yeah, mostly for pizza. Yeah, let's but... go eat some pizza. Okay. Love you. I love you. That was a weird way to end the podcast. Kind of is. And we'll see if it stands after the movie's done. <laughs> I just want it on record that you did love me at one point. <laughs> All right. I'd like to start with a moment of silence in honor of Professor Dumbledore. Professor Dumbledore. Until he comes back and the next series of Harry Potter is... Sweetie, I told you he doesn't come back. Dumbledore the White. No. Mecha Dumbledore. No. Zombie Dumbledore. <laughs> None of those. Does he like go into the force and help guide Harry? No. From a semi-translucent, like, you know, over-the-shoulder shot? No. Of course there are ways to communicate with him in the wizarding world, but he doesn't come back. He doesn't come back. I'll believe it when I see it. What do you think about Snape killing him? Well, 
All that pent-up frustration over not being the defense against the dark arts teacher. <laughs> really goddamn. <laughs> now, you have to imagine when this book was released and the next book wasn't going to come out for another year or so. And the very end is Snape killing Dumbledore. And the whole time you're like, is he good? Is he not? We don't know. I probably won't lose that much sleep over it. Do you think Snape is good or bad? Uh, they're going to find something redeeming. <laughs> he just murdered the greatest wizard of all. Well, I'm thinking my theory is, is that that's his whole, you ask too much, that mm. whole thing up there. That's an astute observation. Well, you know. If that's what it is. If if that's what it is, I don't know. We'll figure it out. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, something tells me. Um, how was this book for you? It was fine. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Last move, last week's was better. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. They suffered from bringing back Quidditch. Also that Ron can be, like, a good fucking Quidditch player. Oy. Just because he believed in himself. <laughs> well, it just goes to show placebo is more effective than even magic. And gangle and lack of sports skill and <laughs> this was also like the substance abuse episode oh it was i'd like to point out in class one they make basically arsenic <laughs> and then they spend the rest of it making ecstasy <laughs> and it's one big ayahuasca ceremony with dumbledore throughout <laughs> but isn't that you know it's everyone's high school experience where they start experimenting with drugs Fair. And they're and they're snogging all over the place. That's true, but so little of it is actually like encouraged by the teachers in the oh, way that it is in yeah. Well, you know, some very progressive teachers do encourage experimentation with drugs. Yeah, like schools that give you a smiley face on the report card. Um, my friend texted me a tidbit of information, someone who's on hashtag Team Adam. Oh. Um, the books are set in the 80s, apparently, which would make sense why all these wizards don't have cell phones. Um, so that explains a lot of the latchkey kid lack of supervision that's happening in these books. There are less helicopter parents. Yeah. I mean, my parents kind of let me run wild in the summer, but I'm sure that if there's a credible threat on my life, that <laughs> <laughs> someone oh may God. have uh, provided a bit more supervision. Um, yeah, this book, I mean, there's a lot of serious stuff. They're attacking muggles in London with the bridge collapse. That's awful. Yeah, it didn't make a lot of sense, though. Like... Why? Because they don't like muggles. But so that's like the only anti-muggle thing that they do in the... Well, then they captured Ollivander at the wand shop. You don't know why yet, but it's important in book seven. But wasn't he not a muggle? No, but they... There's another reason. Oh. Mm-hmm. Super. What's funny is why would the Dark Lord order Malfoy to kill Dumbledore? Mm. Taking like the whole like child soldier of 
Africa kind I of thing. I guess that is a realistic picture of war. It is watching the Malfoys, um, their progression. It's interesting because they're like, it's all fun and games to follow the Dark Lord until you have to get your son involved. You know? Yeah. Well, and they really don't want to. Yeah. Yeah, well, choices. Speaking of choices, can we talk about, like, the dark turn that all the unrequited love in this series has taken? <laughs> like, why did Hermione kill so many birds? So many, I don't I want to know. There's so many birds that show up. No owls to speak of. Only birds. Yeah, well, what's his face? Hedwig? Hedwig got, like, one shot in there. Yeah. It's probably a contractual obligation that he's in every movie at least once. Yeah. Well, you know, once you go sag, it gets to be... Yeah, it's very complicated. <laughs> complicated. Um, yeah, like she killed all those birds. Ron gets drugged. Hermione invites a, like a date rapist to a Slughorn's party. Aided by the potions class. Yeah. They probably learned how to make Rohypnol, too, to be honest. Maybe that's what the luck potion was. <laughs> oh, boy. But, I mean, my new theory is that Hogwarts is just a way to keep the bloodlines pure, much in the way that, like, Catholic schools are. <laughs> <laughs> they put a bunch of people in there, forbid contact between the sexes, but then don't watch to enforce it. <laughs> Like Liberty University. Yeah, right That's there. That's where you find your good Christian wife or Christian husband. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that uh, that probably is part of the scheme. And shockingly, with really accelerated marriage plans yeah. at the end of it. There is, that is something very annoying because they do have a little epilogue at the end of this whole thing that everyone who had a romance in these formative years, they're still together and you're like, really, guys? You were 16, I mean, I guess the wizarding world is rather small. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Who knows? It's either that or the house elf. <laughs> but Neville, people need to stick around because Neville gets really handsome. They're all growing up so well. Dean Thomas. Yeah, but now Seamus. Neville has embraced his true calling as a cater waiter in this one and nothing else. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like... so cute. I know. I think that was his only scene. And again, Hagrid's only, he just says goodbye to Aragog. So well, weird. Again, Hagrid shows up after a terrible thing has happened. Whoop, nope, children. <laughs> I'm, I'm here, I'm responsible, I'm not going to get fired. Um, Harry on the luck potion was really funny. Dan, I can see why Daniel Radcliffe didn't like his acting, but also um, him like high off of luck was very entertaining. That was entertaining, and, mm-hmm. you know, Daniel, don't be too hard on yourself. You know, you were young and pulled from school to do this and didn't get your acting training <laughs> till after. That's very true. And I now mean, he's brilliant. Yeah, I think you're great now. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's talk about now we have a mission for ending Voldemort, which is to collect the rest of his horcruxes, to find them, collect them, kill them so instead of school next year it's going to be them doing that now isn't that going to be fun so what you're telling me is basically we've come to act two (laughs) 
the inciting incident <laughs> was <laughs> six books. <laughs> and now we're about to embark on act two of this story. Yes. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um, it's very, this is when it's like really fun. And, you know, I love a good mission, a good structure. Lots of little booby traps. Like his whole little booby trap with the necklace was wild. Yep. R.I.B. Or E.B. That was R.I.B. Well, I guess we'll find out. I don't know. Next week. Not that I'm terribly interested. Well, you remembered that detail. Seems like you have some interest. I mean, I'm observant. <laughs> also, I really... It is so obvious from the first memory that we see that Tom Riddle is clearly an evil child. I mean, he's basically like the psychopath that killed a bunch of bunnies and the you know like Dexter's dad had to hide all the animals he killed. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, I don't understand. Yeah, sure. Let's teach him more. I mean, it's very on brand for everyone in this, particularly Dumbledore, who mm-hmm. I think had suffered from many previous head injuries. <laughs> you know, to do this, he may be a great wizard, but he's an awful judge of character. Yeah, he is. Also, I think he had the arrogance of thinking that he could like shape him into a good person you know i mean you know he always does know where a hair tie for his beard is so Mm -hmm. i could see why he would think that that would translate into other things in his life i like his hair tie your beard is almost long enough for a hair tie oh is that a dare no please no Please, God, no. <laughs> Stop. Please. No. <laughs> no. Well, you got to admit, it looked awesome when that wind was on him and, like, the beard was flowing. Yeah, but he also had long hair. Your little crew cut won't cut it. Well, I mean, the, the hair up there won't really get that long. <laughs> Aw. <laughs> um, the computer generated what does cgi stand for computer graphic in computer generated image oh yeah that they're the technology is getting a lot better it is getting a lot better it was pretty seamless and it still did not justify the need to have a fucking quidditch match during that (laughs) it's all so that ron can have that thing with that chick yeah but But Crazy Eyes was obsessed with him prior to his... I know, and I know, and there's a lot, honestly, I mean, I get, because it is a teenage series, they have to include a lot of the love and stuff, but it is like, I mean, you know Ron and Hermione are going to end up together, but you still have to watch a whole movie of her, like, crying because she's fallen for this daft idiot. Yeah, but, I mean, they really could have cut a lot of stuff and they had that going on side side by side with the actual plot driven moments yeah yeah it's funny this book was so good i remember i I mean i don't remember the details but i do remember enjoying it maybe because you don't remember it but this this, these last two movies are really gonna knock your socks off just you wait i thought you said this one was gonna start knocking my socks off did it not really even when dumbledore died even when dumbledore died were you surprised were you sad? They all held up their wands. Oh, I cried. I was so verklempt. No? It didn't quite hit me. 
You are made of stone. I mean, maybe because, you know, with the best cinematography nomination, because it was as dark, literally and figuratively, as the last season of Game of Thrones. <laughs> maybe we should have waited. We should have waited to watch it until nighttime. I, I think we missed half the important details. Still more than three quarters of the screen were black through the movie. So yeah, necessarily... because the story is getting darker. So they're using darker coloring. Come on, that's that's movie making 101. Hooray for metaphors. All right, are you ready for my two, three fun facts? Yeah, ready? Yep. Young Tom Riddle is actually Ray Fine's nephew. Oh, they should have shown him being birthed from the ooze. <laughs> he, was, uh, he was hired because of his dark haunted look not just because he was Rafe's nephew but they also kind of look similar too the dark haunted look yeah like i've seen terrible things in my childhood <laughs> like rafe after three negronis Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um also production designer Stuart craig revealed the three broomstick set was designed for the theme park before the movie because <laughs> you can go to the three broom- broomsticks and get a butterbeer which is apparently pretty gross I really hate butterscotch. Oh, I I'm like pretty butterscotch. Sure a, oh, you'll like it, you nerd. All right. What if we put vodka in it? Now, this last one. All right, we can try. Okay. We haven't had any mules yet. You can lick your wounds later with one. Yeah. I think you'll really like this one. Mm-hmm. Dumbledore's fall from the tower filled Alan Rickman with nostalgic glee as it harked back to his first hit, Die Hard where his character fell from a tall building. Rickman felt at least he was on the other end in this film. I mean... You do appreciate that. It all does come back to Die Hard. (laughs) It's all full circle. (laughs) Yeah. So this would be the second best Christmas movie of all time. (laughs) It's true. Uh, And those are all of my facts. So... It's really kind of a slow week for Harry Potter. Despite this, like... Kicking off the war proper. Not a lot happens in this film. I guess. Well, that's not true. Ron gets poisoned. For all of 17 seconds. But he does get poisoned. And Harry saves his life. Harry becomes a potion whiz because it turns out he's using Snape's old book, which has a spell in it that is extremely violent and causes like blood, blood to ooze out of your body. Hermione falls in love with Ron against all probability and Dumbledore dies, not before taking Harry on a mission to get a Horcrux. And when Dumbledore dies, his assignment is to continue that mission. And it's the true hero's journey because, you know, your leader, ha- you, eventually your mentor has to die or be gone so that you can mm-hmm. uh, complete the task on your own. It's the true hero's journey. It, it is. Okay, so maybe I shouldn't say that not a lot happened in this film, but a lot happened in an uninteresting way. Mm. I think it's probably a lot like what a photocopier feels like on most days. A lot is happening, but none of it is interesting. Don't look at me like that. I'm just so disappointed. I thought the the whole, you know, booby trap mission to get the Horcrux was pretty cool. You didn't like it when they went into the cave and yeah. all the bodies from the water... And Dumbledore had to drink that painful potion. And 
he then started like swinging like fire around over mm-hmm. his head to save them from the dead things didn't grab me <sighs> i think the screen was too dark so you weren't seeing anything no i was i was seeing it what about Helena Bonham Carter's performance? Weirder and weirder. Yeah, I don't. I like it. I go back and forth with Helena Bonham Carter because mm. she can be great in things, and then other times I think that she's truly just set dressing to be like they're fucking crazy. Yeah, here's this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna give her no direction and yeah. just let her run around screaming. <laughs> yeah, and uh, that will. Explain the depth of the danger that After is happening After they killed here. Dumbledore and then she just went and like ruined the Great Hall. That was so weird. Mm-hmm. And then lit stuff on fire and is squealing around. Well, she's crazy. She's like the squeaky from of the group. You know, from the Charles Manson family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But do you think that maybe they're trying to draw a parallel to the Manson family? Well, quite possibly. Helter, helter Skelter. Bitches. I mean, are they trying to start a war with the Muggles? The Manson family? No, the Voldemort family. No, they're not trying to start a war with the Muggles. They want to purify the wizarding world. By killing Muggleborns and stuff. I mean, so far we've met four. This seems a lot of effort for... Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, you know... There weren't a ton of Jews in the world, but Hitler still wanted to get rid of them. And we're back to Hitler. I'm sorry, but it's, the parallels are there. <laughs> so, yeah. Fair. Uh, do you have any hopes or wishes for the conclusion of the series? Uh, less than two and a half hours. I don't know if that's true. I think each movie is only two hours. Well still a long ass time i hope that things start happening in a more interesting way because objectively all of the elements for an an exciting movie are there totally but at least subjectively in this one i think they kind of biffed execution a little bit yeah and i would agree with that yeah so it's like I wanted to like it. The story could have been compelling, but I just didn't care. Mm. Well, this next one, there's a lot that needs to happen. So it should be pretty fast-paced. They have to find four more Horcruxes and destroy those. And then destroy Voldemort himself. All while finding out if Snape is actually good or bad. Does this all sound like a whole lot of like quests in Assassin's Creed? <laughs> Yes. It'll get even more so. Just prepare yourself. <laughs> like, you know, we'll just start showing up and doing repetitive things with different uh, oh, I non-core have to clear, characters. Oh, I have to clear out a fort again. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it seems like it could get formulaic. I think they probably should have left it with, like, oh, he made two. No, seven is a very important number, and each of them have significance so he's expecting to suck quite a bit so if he needs to have seven life insurance policies yeah he's expecting to screw this up (laughs) also you know and i think they talk about it that like when you 
split off a bit of yourself, you become less and less of a person. And so he truly, he already like is barely human, you know? Mm -hmm. So there's that. But immortality above all else and power. So that's what happens. It's a good lesson. Mm. I think it closely parallels most things that you can be a complete and utter fuck up and evil douchebag and still get too many chances. <laughs> yes, that's true in life. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, on that note. Yep. Sweet dreams, kids. <laughs> There's a very present danger. We are at war. Okay, off to bed now. <laughs> yeah. Terribly, terribly dangerous. <laughs> There's multiple hidden hives of bees. <laughs> night, night. <laughs> it's like saying sleep tight, don't let the bed bugs bite. And as a kid, you're just like, what the fuck are bed bugs? Yeah, but it becomes even more horrifying when you're an adult and you know what they are. You're like, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Why would you say that? Not even as a joke. <laughs> don't wish them into being. As always, remember to rate, review, subscribe, share this on social media. Adam won't see it, so you can say whatever you want. But And if you have any questions or suggestions, email adamhateseverythingpodcast at gmail.com. Remember, my spies are everywhere, and I'm very fragile, so be kind. <laughs> You're not fragile. Well, my spies are everywhere. That, that part's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well... Night-night, kids. Watch out for those murder hornets. <laughs> <laughs>